Blog Talk Radio. simplistic 
level of consciousness uh, able to explain quantum mechanics and uh, things involving uh, physics, as it were, and also cosmology. And I was introduced to him going back some 30 years ago. And when I did get access to his book, uh, which was at a bookstore uh, in Manhattan, there was a, an opportunity for me to just stand in the aisle and just read for about a half an hour uh, the Dancing Wu Li Masters and then eventually later on the Seat of the Soul. Um, and eventually I purchased those books. But again, as I told my wife earlier today, I read these books as many others that I have in our library. And at the time, I wasn't ready to really utilize the information and to really uh, comprehend in its fullest capacity uh, back then as I am to do now. And I'm still in the learning mode. I'm still in the, in the, uh, the mode of things becoming more crystallized and more clear. Uh, and I think that probably will continue um, forever in this uh, Earth School-like journey. Uh, let me just give a brief overview of uh, uh, Brother Gary Zukov. It states that a person that I quote unquote, that the seed of the soul is about the birth of a new species, uh, a birth of a new uh, consciousness, if you will, and the explosion of the human perception past the use of the five senses. It's about dealing with multi-sensory consciousness, um, unquote. I, I indeed embrace the notion that, in, that we're uh, restricted, a condition to be uh, conditioned to perceive reality in three-dimensional uh, perspective and, and just with the use of our five senses. And indeed, we know that even in our uh, reality that we have um, animals, primates particularly, who have a higher uh, capacity to use their senses, such as bats that can see uh, using sonar uh, 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 phenomena of, of making a sound and sound bouncing off a wall, and they're able to, at, at high speed in flight, able to avoid crashing into trees and rocks and whatnot just by using this sonar facility, which uh, man did not develop that capacity until just over 100 years ago in terms of inventing the airplane and uh, being able to advance technologically so that indeed a plane could fly at night. But they had to use precise technology in order to do this. Uh, and of course, during that uh, journey, uh, there were mistakes made and, and, and uh, unfortunately, people had to suffer until they got it right. And we still have that, uh, 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 that challenge ahead of us as we uh, attempt to explore uh, the space. Uh, uh, a world, as it were, beyond the plane of this earth uh, and getting beyond the gravitational pull and going to other planets uh, eventually. So there's a lot to be said in terms of those who uh, were restricted to, and embraced the narrative that indeed if it's not involving the five senses, then it, it's not reality. There has to be some type of empirical uh, uh, evidence that indeed what is being discussed 
what is being shared, what is being taught, has to uh, be within the realm of five senses. And, of course, we know that that's not the case. Indeed, the fact that I'm doing this show uh, with a wireless telephone, uh, with a laptop computer uh, that has a computer, uh, a series of computer chips, a hard drive, etc., which somewhat replicates uh, the human brain. But uh, as I'm reminded from a couple of days ago, I heard something. I was listening to a video, and then we only we're using less than one thousandth, uh, uh, one hundredth uh, of our brain capacity. Uh, uh, the, the computer that is. We, we're, as human beings, have a brain that uh, you can build uh, a million computers and it wouldn't have the capacity to absorb the knowledge and to function as, as uh, intense uh, as the human brain can. So that's a lot to be said in terms of our consciousness. So that's one of the reasons why I became so excited about the seed of the soul. Uh, he postulates that it's about the birth of a new species, the birth of a new consciousness. Uh, and it's about values of the soul relative to harmony, cooperation, sharing, and reverence for life. And it's about authentic power, that being the alignment of the personality with the soul. It's about non-physical guides and teachers, which is something that I will discuss later in the show and shows uh, uh, in the following weeks. So this is just part one. I will perhaps maybe three to four parts of uh, reviewing of and, and sharing the content of this uh, fantastic book titled The Seat of the Soul. So with that being said, I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back with you momentarily. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in again. I really appreciate your time being spent with us, and I thank you for also holding on. I had to just get a little sip of beverage to um, liquidate liquid my 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 uh, my, my tonsils, <laughs> so I wouldn't get hoarse. Uh, yes, I I just have to reference the fact that uh, Doctor uh, or Mister. Gary Zukov. He was reviewed by the likes of uh, Dr. Brian Wise, the chairman of psychiatry at Mount Sinai Medical Center, um, and also a graduate from Harvard University. 
he has a book called titled Many Lives, Many Masters. And um, this book also is filled with wisdom and written in a beautifully simple and almost poetic style. That's what he says about the seed of the soul. We have an, another review by a Dr. Hurston Smith. And Mr. Dr. Smith states that how remarkable to find it one of our finest interpreters of frontier science is equally conversant with the human spirit. And this argues well and merges well with our times. And mind you, this was shared some 20 years ago. And of course, it is so germane uh, today with what we've gone through with the pandemic. I, I would like to definitely uh, state that I feel my wife and I have been uh, collaborating and looking at uh, uh, videos that substantiate the fact that, indeed, this uh, new term called reality TV really uh, it just strikes out at the need for people to have access to be introduced to, to really be uh, able to uh, digest the contents of books like The Seed of the Soul. Um, it's a remarkable treatment of thought, evolution, and he also talks about reincarnation, which we'll discuss. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the fact that my wife just came into the studio, and I'd like to just say hello and, and welcome to the show. Well, hello, and Alafia, everyone, thank you for tuning in to my husband's show. Um, there's a lot in store, so I'm going to... Just sit back tonight and wait until I'm called upon <laughs> before I say too much. So sure. enjoy. Well, indeed, you will be called upon because uh, <laughs> I always like you to share your thoughts and give your particular take on uh, subject matters such as intent, which, uh, of course, we have the knowledge being a uh, an, an, an interfaith, ordained interfaith minister being one who is a healer of many using many modalities for that, uh, the the listening audience I'm sure would be would be uh, would find it to be refreshing to have your input. Well, I just want to mention to everyone since this is a audio program, my husband is wearing a Moldavite crystal, and he's also wearing a clear quartz crystal, so the energies are very high vibrational, and I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm so happy you mentioned that. We, we found out recently that we have people in our community who uh, uh, wear crystals and know about crystals and, and utilize them as, a, as an everyday um, source of, of comfort and, and energy. And I was just so encouraged to find that out. So was I. Yeah. So, uh, indeed, we're in a, a new stage right now. And I think I would be remiss also if I, if I didn't mention the, uh, the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic is uh, challenging and as devastating as it uh, has been because over, was it, 600,000 people in the past, I don't know what I the know over were, but it's well over half of a million. Well over half fatalities. of a million, yes. yes. And I think that's something to reflect upon. I, I send uh, 
uh, uh, prayers and of comfort and and condolences to those family members and friends who have lost uh, loved ones through the uh, challenge of the pandemic. I know that I had a couple of friends uh, who uh, are deceased now as a result of coming down with COVID-19 and and the Delta variant. Uh, Well, that's why I mentioned your crystals, because whether or not someone believes in the energy of crystals, Mm -hmm. all I can say is it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know that—that's the thing. You don't—you don't have to really—you um, don't have to really believe in their energies. But uh, I think many people would agree that when they're in the presence of crystals, or if they walk past a store that has crystals prominently displayed, most people they appreciate it. Yes. And so that in itself, during this pandemic time, of uh, you know, again, the reason I brought up your crystals is because the energy, it's so relevant and it's so necessary. People need different things mm-hmm. of a non-drug um, or alcoholic nature yes. to help them feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what wonderful energies crystals provide, healing energies, they assist in the grief Process. They assist in letting go. But I know the show isn't about crystals, but I just felt compelled to, you know, by the way, everyone, my husband wears crystals all the time, but if you notice, this is the very first time that I felt compelled to mention it. So, I, so I'm so i just going to just go on that energy that Absolutely. it just had to be brought up. That's Absolutely. All. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I must say that my wife, uh, Dr. Dora, she wears crystals all the time. And uh, she changes her crystals more than I do as of late. And uh, yesterday she showed me some, uh, uh, I think it was Moldavite uh, that she had on, and uh, I forget the other crystal. But I said to myself, I need to start changing uh, my crystals relative to the way I feel, uh, relative to my, my date of birth, relative to the season. We're now going into the fall season. Well, I was changing mine because of the energies, and yesterday I I was wearing a moldavite, but the other stone it well it wasn't it wasn't a stone it was blue, and you might have thought it was a turquoise. Well, yeah, actually yeah. it was, but it was a very small scarab, mm-hmm. and I wanted that oh, yes, energy of Kepra and uh, oh. transformational energy. Yes. Yes. That's one of the aspects of Kepara, and I, I wanted that energy yesterday, so I coupled that with um, the Moldavite, because as we know, the Moldavite, it actually speeds up whatever you're trying to accomplish, and so I, you know, I always, if I talk about Moldavite, I always let people know, if you're not ready for something, don't wear Moldavite uh-huh. because it yes. makes things happen in like in the snap of a finger sometimes. Yes. Yes. So sometimes we might want something, to, but we might not be ready for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in that case, Moldavite is not stone for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're ready and hoping and praying and seeking for something to happen like yesterday, mm-hmm. then wear Moldavite. Yes. Yeah. At a future show, we're going to talk about that, about okay. crystals. We're going to do a show on crystals. Uh, indeed, there's some... Uh, People who postulate that indeed our body, that we're crystal, 
you know, we are components. Right? We have all the elements of, of various crystals. Well, we have we all, all the elements, elements of, of everything, of everything, of everything in, the in the universe, in our bodies, and that's Absolutely. what enables us to harness our creative power mm-hmm. once we understand and we recognize yes. that. Uh, matter of fact, the expression is that we are star matter. Absolutely. You know, uh, all the elements that are in a star uh, are contained and, in our body. Uh, in, the, in the universe is contained in our body. Absolutely. We have over 10 trillion cells, depending on what school of thought, 1 trillion to 10 trillion or more individual cells, and those cells have their own unique consciousness uh, amongst themselves. Absolutely. And, and they are very sensitive to what our subconscious and our consciousness does uh, uh, in terms of thought and how we think, how our mind thinks and so forth. Another video we, we looked at uh, earlier today. Well, I'm I'm glad at least um, that's why I don't like saying anything because I tend to get you off track of your yeah. topic. But this actually is related to the seat of the soul. Yes, it is. So I'm once again I'm going to sit yes. back. Yes. So I I I, I, I like to be able to share. And those of you who are listening who would like to call in. You don't have to always be uh, so that we are myopic. You know, our our vision is very broad, and we embrace any uh, idea and, and thoughts that you would like to share. And we can always bring it back home if need be. But we feel that everything that we share uh, with each other is in divine order. Absolutely, and sharing creates community because there are yes. many people. I mean, I know I used to be that way. Obviously, I'm not anymore, mm-hmm. but I used to be the type of person that I just wouldn't say anything. Now I'm so verbal, I have to maybe you know <laughs> remind myself, nope, you are talking too much. But I used to um, not share. I'd be one of these people that would just kind of like sit back and listen, and sometimes I would have a question or a comment that I would really, really want to make, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So we're encouraging you to not feel uncomfortable. No statement is a bad statement. I mean, of course, we don't support things like bias and hate and things like that. We're not. We're not going to get into that with you unless you want to talk about maybe the spiritual reasons for it. That's different. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to. We're not going to hate on any group or any person or that that we don't deal with. We don't have time for that. Yes. <laughs> but everything else is okay. Absolutely. Yeah. The the, the, uh, the the word that I'd like to share, which comes to mind, and I was talking to a neighbor yesterday who happens to be uh, a, a brother who wears many different hats in terms of creativity, and I didn't know that he was a sculptor. And uh, we were having a, oh. a stoop party in our uh, neighborhood, uh, not a I'm sorry, That's stoop sale. sale. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and well, stoop party. That sounds like yeah, fun, but yeah, that, that, sale. yeah, guess block party jugged up with juggles. Oh right, because we had one of those a month or so ago. Yeah, yeah. and uh, oh, there's something going on, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, he had in front of his house uh, a table with uh, uh, sculpted hearts. Yeah. And, uh, they were necklaces, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I and each was, one was different. Each one was they very were unique. wonderful. Yes. And and indeed, I just was so uh, amazed, and I had to just compliment him on his decision to do 
sculpturing sculptures of hearts. Because if anything we need uh, nowadays during the pandemic worldwide is for people to open up their hearts. But he and said that's, that's why he made them. That's and, why and he created them. Yes, yes. Because of the pandemic. And he thought that would bring some positive energy to people during this, this crisis that we're all living through. Absolutely. So I told his I told him that uh, I was looking forward to uh, having him on the show to talk oh, that with would us be about his Yeah, his the decision. listeners would love him. Yes, yes. So, indeed, uh, one of the chapters in Gary Zukov's book, The Seed of the Soul, is um, chapter four, which is based on the heart. And what uh, Gary says, he says, the logics that have served our five-century exploration of physical activity reality cannot comprehend evolution without time or the influence of the present upon the past. He also states that they cannot meaningfully uh, represent the existence of the soul or a dynamic of energy balancing that generates and links many lifetimes. They reflect no experimental points of reverence beyond those of the five sensory personality. Now, I'd like to delve right into what he's relating to in terms of the heart. And uh, one of the things that he talks about in us being involved with one another is recognizing that we're all one. And that once we have that understanding, he states that the central position of the heart in the higher order of logic and understanding of the multi-sensory human not just five sensory, or five senses, but multi-sensory, he calls it, is the sensitivity to emotional currents that is characteristic of multi-sensory humans, which appear as extraneous to the five sensory personality because they do not serve the accumulation of external power. So politically, we're experiencing that right now. This coming out of the uh, recent election where people were dealing with uh, what is now uh, an expression called alternative truth. Uh, uh, someone stating who, I won't mention the name, that the uh, election here in the United States, I know there's people who will be listening to this show from other countries, but the uh, election results were, were, uh, were not uh, true. They were false, fake, etc. And then we have millions of people who believe that, that construct, who believe that particular untruth. And so what's the remedy? Well, the remedy is for us to open up our hearts to one another. Yes, indeed. We have been conditioned to think that we can embrace, uh, and let's be a little political here, a position of being capitalist with one another, uh, which those of us of African descent, those of us of color, uh, from uh, descendants of the African uh, 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 hierarch, the African ancestors throughout the African diaspora, we can ne never afford to think that we do not need one another. Um, our ancestors were successful in surviving by understanding the importance of interdependence inter upon one another's uh, assistance, awareness and energy. So 
we have to open up our hearts to each other, but more importantly, also we have to open up our hearts to ourselves. And many of us, and that's a, a recent conversation that my wife and I have had, that a lot of us were conditioned uh, to have a closed heart because we were hurt and we went through a certain amount of trauma. And indeed, this morning we reminded each other that between the ages of two to seven, uh, square about the average uh, area of age, that we're influenced by our parents. We're influenced by those around us. Can I just mention there's different schools of thought about that? Yes. And I, I actually, and you know, for you, for you, everyone who's listening, we don't all necessarily have to agree with each other all the time, and right. that's that's the beauty of being open, yes. open-minded. So I'm actually of the school of thought that it's between ages zero to seven. Because when a child is in Absolutely. the womb, oh, they yes. are influenced yes. by their mom, by their environment, and uh, and and we we tend to overlook that sometimes. Yeah. Well, and, and indeed, I'm happy you shared that because uh, I was going to share the fact that we know someone personally, uh, uh, Dr. Maladomi Somme, who uh, we had as an house guest uh, some several years ago. And uh, two books, and I recommend them highly, uh, I'm sorry, Of Water and the Spirit and The Healing Wisdom of Africa. Those are two books. He has other books, but these are the two main ones by Dr. Maladoma Somme, S-O-M-E. And he states that, indeed, in his village, that the shaman, that the, uh, 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 the elders, who have the capacity to be in touch with the other side of, 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 of the worldly consciousness. When a woman is pregnant in the village, they actually do a reading, a divination, and they ask the child, the unborn child, why do you want to come into this earth, on this earth plane? Again, because it's all about the consciousness and understanding of the uh, uh, uniqueness of reincarnation that the soul comes back time and time and time again. So, indeed, uh, those are discussions that we will have in the future show. I'm noting this down that it, that uh, we did touch upon uh, chapter four uh, of Zukov's book dealing with the heart, but there's a lot to be said in terms of Western uh, cosmology, Western concept of evolution. Uh, Western concept of, of reality as opposed to the Eastern and other concepts uh, where, where it be. We don't have to restrict it to positions uh, of, uh, within East, West, North, or South. Um, but there's many things that we can uh, cover and discuss that I'm sure would be eye-openers as it was an eye-opener for myself and my wife. Uh, so, again... I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, you can always go to the website uh, and go to our archival uh, section of the platform for previous shows that have been aired. And, of course, uh, you can always contact me uh, directly at 201-320-7396. And you can go to my website. That's uh, drumsofchange.com. That's drums, D R U M, of 
www.thepositivechange.com. I see that there's someone who would just like to say a short hello. We're about to end, but uh, would you like to... Uh, hello, are you on the air? Yes. Hello? Yes, who's calling? Hello. Hello? My name is Nicole from New York. Oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Good, good. Well, I'm sorry that you called uh, at this hour because we're about to to uh, end the show, but is there some thoughts you'd like to share with us momentarily? Uh, no, can't think of anything. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for calling, and we're going to be on uh, again next week, next Sunday at 6.30. So please feel free to call okay. back at, at that time, and if you have any thoughts that you'd like to share, it would be a pleasure to have you uh, uh, join us, Okay. All right. Great. Thank Thank you. you. Have a good night and a good week. God bless. So we end the show as we we begin by uh, giving reverence and and thanks to the Most High and to our ancestors, uh, my my, uh, deceased family members and friends, and those who are on the other side who constantly are giving us uh, energy and protection and guidance. Uh, I want to thank you again for tuning in. And as I told the uh, caller who just called, that uh, we are on every Sunday at 6.30. I will be uh, adding another show uh, in the future, possibly within uh, the next, actually within the next month. And uh, that will give us more opportunity to share more um, information with you. Uh, that I trust you will find to be uh, of enjoyment. So, again, peace and blessings. Alafia, Ketepu, Namaste, and we will see you again next week.